Hello, and welcome back to Talking Talmud. I'm Ann Gordon, here with my friend and Chavruta Yerdena Azband. Our daf of the day, Masachat Shabbat, Pei Aleph, 81. So today's daf is a little scatological. Um, we are returning in topic to some of the some of the gorier details that we covered in Masachat Brachot in terms of halachas in the bathroom, but they've got a whole new angle here in Masachat Shabbat. We'll come to that momentarily. I first want to address something, it's even the lead into this conversation, that takes place at the, towards the beginning of the daf, of, for, of the first Amud. The Gemara says as follows, Tzrur o evin, lizrok ba'of. The question is, what is the measure for carrying a pebble or a stone? Right? If you're going to carry, what's going to be your amount that's going to make you chayvachata? The same question that we've been revisiting with all kinds of materials and all kinds of topics of, of anything that a person might carry, right? So here the question is, what about a pebble? And this I find to be so fascinating. Right, so what happens? It's the amount, so the text already says, what it takes to throw at a bird. But now the question is, if you throw it at an animal, and Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yochanan say, well, only if that stone is large enough for the animal to feel it. So there's a lot I find to be very interesting in how this is going. First of all, the fact that they have to figure out, you know, what, uh, the, this is just a rock. Like, don't pick up rocks on Shabbos, right? That should be an easy enough thing to say. It's Muktzah, right? We're going to see that it's not exactly Muktzah, and why not? But the question then is, what's the amount that's going to be a problem? Is there an objective measure or is there not an objective measure? So the first thing is, we'll throw it at a bird. Well, that's going to be fairly light. Right? You're going to throw it at a bird to chase it away, to get the pigeons away from you, right, or whatever, right? And then the second opinion is, no, you throw it at an animal. And the idea is that if you would hit the animal, that it would, that the animal would feel it. Right, that it would startle the animal in some way, not just that it's coming at it, but that it actually would feel it. Now, there's no discussion here about is this is this not a nice thing for the animals, right? The question is very much focused on how large must this rock be for the sake of, you know, the chiyuv chata for carrying. Also, when you're talking about throwing and you're talking about throwing to scare away a bird or to hit, hit an animal, I mean, obviously, there's also the component of force. How are you? Uh, are you a uh, um, a World Series baseball player, a uh, baseball pitcher, right? Like, can you can you throw so fast that it really could be nothing and it will still hit very hard because you're throwing so fast? Or are you just tossing it in the air like a little kid, right? So that's not the discussion here at all. We're really talking just about volume um, or weight, mass, something, right? The size of it. And then at the end of it, there's a conclusion, which is a measurement, right? And, and now we're talking about some kind of objective measurement, the weight of 10 zoos, right? The zoos is their coins. And so if you know that your rock is that heavy, which is actually, I think, fairly weighty, more weighty than I would have thought to throw it at a bird. Um, and, and that's the amount that you would be chayavachata. Now the question comes, well, you know, where, where else are we going to go with this rock? What, what do we care about this rock? We're not, the goal is not really that you should have one for the sake of throwing it at the bird. You throw it at the bird, you're chayavachata? Like, that's what's going on? And I think the answer here is no to think that really what is happening here is that we are going to talk about the bathroom and the function of rocks in the context of the bathroom in the ancient world was our function as toilet paper nowadays, right? As unpleasant as that may sound, 
No, I, I think the rock discussion here, and this will get into our next point, you know, really had a very, this was like real practical halakha, like they really needed to move rocks. And so even though the discussion here is sort of around how much can a rock weigh and how big it can be, um, this was real practical halakha for how you observe Shabbat. You know, it's it's the version of make sure you cut the toilet paper before Shabbat. <laughs> um, and that's exactly what they're dealing with here. Yeah, I've, and I think it's very, very difficult for us to wrap our minds around this because, because if of all the things that have changed, right? We don't have a temple. We don't have carbon note. Our, you know, male-female dynamics are rather different. You know, certainly the role of women is different. I mean, this is very basic daily life. And we don't think about how, how it was to not have indoor plumbing how it was to not have a regular supply of toilet paper. I know people had a Well, actually, today, and this would be, you know, some of our Corona Torah, I think people actually thought about that now, right? Like in the United States, I don't know what happened in Israel, but people really were stocking up on toilet paper, and there was a concern about that. And there were stores where it, like, was totally out on the shelves. But yeah, Did anybody need to use something that, w- I mean, you know, was there any report of people needing to resort to something that was not toilet paper tissues or the, you know, very much the equivalent. No, not at all. But I I agree with you. I think we take, I think we take a lot of this for granted in our Western, you know, first world countries. This is not anything we really think about. And I will add, thank God, right? We don't want to have to think about it, but here they're talking about rocks and they're talking about sticks and they're talking about leaves of, and not just even rocks and sticks. I mean, the discussion even goes as far as to say, rocks that may have been used before which like when you read it on the page is rather sort of disgusting and sort of a lot of detail but i think these were things that were just like a very practical part of everyday life and certainly was a big concern when it came to how they observed shabbos at that time yeah i think it's i think it's really interesting if i don't think too much about it meaning if i think too much about it i get caught up in the in the icky aspect of it but but the phenomena, the society being so different and the need is such a human basic fundamental need, right? Like I, I equate it to, you know, I'll give you the most tame example I can relate it to, right? Which is when I have, you know, my son is now six, right? Some of you saw him on the Zoom. And, but when he was just learning to be trained, right? You have to get to the bathroom so darn fast, right? And right. what if you're driving? And what if you're walking? And so he's a boy, so there's an advantage, right? But that that pressure of like, oh my goodness, are we going to get there in time, right? Can I stop the car in time to make sure that this is not a disaster? So I feel like that kind of panic, and I say this is the tamest of that feeling of panic that I think we can all relate to and come up with our own unpleasant circumstances where we might have that sensation of like, oh no, what will I do? I, I feel like, so they had to think about in advance of Shabbos, they had to make sure that they had whatever accoutrements they would need for proper toilet etiquette, right? And in such a way that there's no violation of Shabbos. Right. And I, this gets into the piece of the Gemara that I wanted to read today, uh, which is as follows. Bo mine rabba bar rav shila me rav chista. Right. So rabba bar rav shila raises a question from rav chista. Malu lehelotam acharav lagag. Uh, so what is the halacha about a person whose bathroom is in is on the roof and needs to take the stones up into the bathroom, right? So 
basically in a normal sort of uh, Shabbat, a person really isn't allowed to just sort of carry rocks from place to place. That's considered to be muksa. And, you know, some of the commentators here also say that it was hard to carry the rocks to the roof. Like it actually required some exertion because presumably you would need to carry a bunch of rocks and maybe that would be heavy. So what is the answer to him? Rafista says, no, a human dignity, right? The idea of kabod habrios always overrides a prohibition in the Torah. Now, I think one thing that we need to make very clear here is um, it's not saying that it's that you can violate Shabbat for this. More what it's saying is, is that the the not moving of the rocks is really a takanan, takana of the rabbis. It's not actually asr min ha-Torah. So what it's saying is, is that in this particular case, where it's kabod habrios versus muksa, which is derabanan, right? And yes, there is a doraisa that you have to listen. There's from the Torah that you have to listen to the rabbis. There, we're allowed to override it, right? Because we say it's not kabod habrios. Like, of course, if somebody's bathroom is on the roof, they have to have the ability to move the rocks up into the roof. The Gemara then continues and says, Yativ Meymar, right? So Meymar said the Ka'amar lay, and he said the following, uh, he said the following halacha, right? Ravina uh, right? That uh, so sorry, so Meymar said over this halacha that you can move the rocks onto the roof, and then Ravina basically wants to give a uh, raise a issue with this. So Ite Ravina Lemeimar, and he says the following: Ravi Eliezer Omel no teladam kisem mishalafanav lachatzo boshenav. So Ravi Eliezer says that a person can take a wood trip chip from the ground to clean his teeth on Shabbat. The Chachamim Marim lo yitol elamin haobo shel behemal. But the Chachamim say no. The only chip that you can take is a chip that you would find like in the cage of an animal. So his question is, therefore, what, right? His question is, okay, but isn't those both cases of kavod habrios, right? That like, you know, having the ability to sort of clean your teeth and not have that uncomfortable feeling, okay, is also a matter of kavod habrios. Why would the chachamim say that a person is not allowed to take a chip from the ground, right? Because the question is, is that obviously that also would be muksa because the chip originally, when it was just laying on the ground, it didn't really have... A purpose. It wasn't prepared before Shabbat to be used as the actual actual chip. What's the answer? So it says, in this case of the wood chip, right, a person always determines where they're going to eat. You know where you're going to eat your meal, and therefore, per the Chachamim, it should have been on him to make sure that he had a toothpick ready if he knows that that's something going to be. But then it's basically a Hacha Adam Kovea Makom here, in our case, about the bathroom, can a person always determine a place for the bathroom? And I think this line is exactly what this, you know, whole page is really talking about, is that at the end of the day, the way that society was set up then, there was a lot of unknown about going to the bathroom. Where did you go? How are you allowed to relieve yourself, right? A question of what do you do if the only place that you can go to the bathroom is somebody, um, you know, freshly um, sewed, uh, sewed um, field? Um, are you going to have the right equipment that you need with the rocks? What do you do if it's a rock that was already used? And you even see that it's being spoken about even from a health perspective. Um, so as sort of not pleasant as I think some of the DAF was here, I think really they're talking about it is really just it's an element of kavod habriya. So this was just halacha that they had to deal with. And it's a way that we see how halacha, and I think this is a theme we've talked about multiple times, and right, that halacha just it's involved in every single part of our lives. 
And that's an example of that here. And that ultimately the covered habrios piece with the bathroom is really what overrides everything. Yeah. And I think that that comes to be a greater philosophical point, right? When we talk about, I mean, even, even when we're talking about the mitzvot of a chaybahem, right now there, we're talking about really life, pikoch nefesh, but this idea that there can be overriding principles that seem to fly in the face of the halacha that, you know, the nitty gritty details that we know, because there's an overriding overarching, um, you know, push to make sure that there is, that there is an upkeep you know, in this case, let's say of Kavod Habrios, I think, I think that that's really important, right? The idea that we honor, treat like humanity as humanity, I think it's really important. Yeah, I mean, and, obviously, and also, but that's, that's what the Gemara says. But yeah, and yeah. halacha can't be burdensome that way. Like, if it was, then it's not a feasible way to live your life. And I think, like, it's again, it's one of these examples of like, this is of course where the halacha has to land. Like, of course, you have to be able to carry your stones. It's fair for the Gemara to work through and say, okay, what's the principle behind it? I think that's the piece that I respect about what's happening here. It's sort of, we know where it wants to land. It knows what the right answer is supposed to be, but it's not just going to say, well, it's obvious. It's logical. Of course, that's what it has to be. Like, of course, what they say is, is, you know, we're going to work it through for you, right? We're going to try to show you why it should be that way. Right, right. Okay, that's our DAF discussion for the day. Thank you for joining us. Rank us reviews where you get your podcasts. Join us on our Facebook page, uh, Facebook page. Leave us a comment there. Join the conversation. Thank you to Rebanit Michelle Farber for hosting us on the Hadron website in our very own channel. And until tomorrow, go and learn. <laughs>